Hello ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Devotionals with Ronnie Strader and I am your host, Ronnie Strader. And in today's devotional topic is trust and obey. You see, you may be going through a trial in your life. You may be going through something uh you know, I'm going through something as well. We all go we're all going through something. And uh, we put our trust and obey God. Trust and obey God. Put your pride to the side and fully trust in the Lord, your God, Jesus Christ. For his unfailing love for us should be the enough for you and I to trust God and God alone. Today's scripture is going to be out of the book of Daniel, the third chapter, the 13th verse through 30. And before we start, I'd like to uh, start with a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, just come to your time. Lord, just ask that you just be with us, guide us, and strengthen us, Lord, and that you, uh, that you continue to bless this ministry, that you continue to... Um, to do what you're famous for, Lord, and let's save some souls, me and you, let's just make one more, you know, let's just get one more, and I just want to thank you for everything you do, Lord, Lord, I just ask you to just lift up those who are going through trials and tribulations, those who are sick, those who are addicted, those who are going through, um, whatever it may be, on their hearts, you know what they are. Lord, I just ask you to just be with us as we go through those things. Whether it be the depression or anxiety, stress, uh, alcoholism, drug addiction, whatever it may be. Uh, Lord, um, be with us. Allow us to grow in your will and your will only. And that we trust you, O oh God, and that we we obey your we obey your commands. Forgive us where we fail you in Jesus' name. I pray, Amen. You know, Billy Graham once said, and I quote: "I don't put my trust in money. I don't put my trust in Washington. I don't put my trust in the United Nations. I do not put my trust in me. I put my trust. I do not put my trust in myself." I put my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ because when everything is all gone and everything is crumbled and fall to the, fell into the sea, God will be there. And that quote is very true. When everything else fails, when everything else feels, feels like there's nothing else happening, good happening in our lives, God's there waiting for us. To trust Him and obey Him. For if you have your Bibles, please turn with me to the book of Daniel. The third chapter will be in the verse 13. But if you have a device that has the Bible app on it, that's great. But the best app I have found is the Bible itself.
here's the backdrop to this story. Uh, the Israelites have been in captive under the king Nebuchadnezzar. The Babylonians have took took them as God said that it would happen if they did not change their ways and they did not. So he had King Nebuchadnezzar uh, siege Jerusalem killed killed several by the sword like God said that would happen. And there's a prophet in this day named Daniel and he's the same Daniel who God shut the mouth of the lion in the lion's den. But this particular story is about three men Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who were friends of Daniel's. And the King Nebuchadnezzar has built this golden statue that resembles himself. And uh, at certain times, any time they heard the horns, you know, or the trumpets, or the lyres, or the, or the instruments play, no matter where you were, you're supposed to stop and bow down to this golden image that towered into the sky. And you see, as everyone would follow along with the decree, these three men who trusted and obeyed God even to the point of the trial and tribulation of being thrown in a fiery furnace. Verse 13. Nebuchadnezzar's in rage and fury gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Is it true? Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, or pastry, and symphony, which all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the image which I have made good. But if you do not, but if you do not worship, you will be cast immediately into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is the God you will deliver you from my hands? Verse 16, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered, said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the golden image which we have that you have set up. Verse 19. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury in expression of his face. 
change towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he spoke, commanded that heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of value who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their clothes and their trousers and their turbans and their other garments and were cast in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace ex extremely hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So let's stop right there. The fire was so hot that he immediately killed the ones that were throwing him, throwing them into the fire in the first place. Verse 23, And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in verse 26, went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. And then Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. And the straps of the administration governors and the kings of the counselors gathered together, and they saw these men who were bodies with fire had no power. And the hair of their head not singed, nor were their garments of Affected, and the smell of the fire was not on them. Verse 28, Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they have, have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies, and they should not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree that any people, nation, language which speaks anything amiss a miss against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut into pieces, and their houses shall be made in ash. Heap, because there is no other god who can deliver like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the province of Bob Babylon. That concludes our scripture. And you see the wonders, you see the awesomeness. Of God in this story were three men bound together ready to die for who they believe in which is God Almighty and then there's this fourth man in the midst and in the midst of them because of their their trust in him because Nebuchadnezzar asked What God shall deliver you from my hands? 
And they said to him, In that case, our God, who we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from our hand, O king. Their trust, their faith in God. God sent not one of their hairs were burnt. Their flesh was nothing. Their clothes were not even touched. That fourth man, Nebuchadnezzar said, it looks like the Son of God. Now how would Nebuchadnezzar know what the Son of God looks like? For Nebuchadnezzar seen this fourth man, which originally there was only three that they threw in there. Now we already know that the, the, the people that were throwing, the guys that were throwing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the furnace died instantly from the, the flames of the furnace. But no one has been inside this thing until now. And then there's a fourth man. Nebuchadnezzar spoke saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted, underline in verse 28, who trusted in him, and they have and they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies, and they should not serve nor worship any god except their own god. For King Nebuchadnezzar that has many gods, who believed in many Many gods and many rituals and other, other thing, other uh, religions from other countries that he's gathered over the years. But he's seen the power of the true God that we serve, Jesus Christ. You see, turn with me to uh, Habakkuk chapter 1. Give you a little time to get there, but we're we're going to be in the verse one through five of Habakkuk. Then the burden which the prophet Habakkuk saw, O Lord, how long shall I cry and you will not hear? Even cry out to you in violence, and you will not save. Why do you show me iniquity and cause me to see trouble? For plundering and violence are before me. There is strife and contention arises. Therefore the law is powerless and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surrounded the righteous. Therefore the preserved judgment proceeds. Stop right there in verse 4. And let's look at our nation, how we look today. 
the violence, the wickedness. Every time you read in this in the Bible, think about every time Jerusalem and the people is people of Israel, God's people, rebelled against them when all they had to do was trust and obey God. You see, if God was on earth today, and we was to ask him what was his plan for us, we would not believe it. For he would laugh and say, if I was to tell you my plan, you would not believe it. Look at verse 5. Look among the nations and watch. Be early astounded, for I will work a work in your days which you would not believe, though it were told to you. So if God was here today, right here in our faces, and we was to ask him that question, what is your plan for us? Even now, we would not believe it, even if God himself was to say it. As a nation, we would not believe it. And that's truly sad. If you're going through something in your life, like I'm going through something right now, you see, in my past, I've done some things that I'm not proud of. And I want, and God knows, and God doesn't care about your past. He cares about if you trust and obey Him, if you love Him, if you, if you want Him to be in your life. That's all He cares about, is that special relationship between you and Him. See, I'm going, like I said, I'm going through something right now. Through trials, but I'm trusting Him. I'm trusting God to get me through it. They say your past catches up with you. What well, it did. That's this week. I have some old finds that I have to take care of. To be honest, I don't know how I would do it, but I know God can get me through it. For I'm placing it all in His hands. Whatever He wants me to do, that's what I would do. Wherever He wants me to go, that's where I would go. For I already know that He He is already winning the battle before me, and I... Uh, he says, you may not know. You may not know what I'm doing now, but later you will understand. John 13. You may not understand what God's doing in your life right now, but later, when the trials are over, and you place your faith and trust in God. You'll see 
the evidence of His goodness, His grace. And to pray, even when there's no reason to pray at all. Pray. Pray all night if, it, if you have to. Pray until you see results. Trust in God until you see... And ever... And not, and let me rephrase that. Even when you start to see the results, continue to trust and obey in God. Put faith in Jesus Christ. Don't just stop at the finish line. Run through it. For you're going through something today and God's getting you through it. He's getting you through it. He's not finished with you. He's never finished with you. As long as you have breath in your, in your lungs and blood pumping in your veins and your heart's beating and you're alive today, God's not done with you. We went over this in the last episode. For us to allow God to do what He does best... We have to trust Him. We have to obey Him. We have to say, okay, okay, God, it's in your hands. I no longer can do this on my own. I need you. For I always need you. For don't trust in your money. Don't trust in your government. Don't trust in yourself. Don't trust in, in the United Nations. Don't trust in anything other than God. The reasons you and I believe is because we don't, excuse me, the reason you wouldn't believe is because we don't put our faith and trust in Him as a nation anymore. I know who I put my trust in. I put my trust in Jesus Christ. Trust in Him with all your heart and all your soul. John thirteen seven says Jesus answered to said to said, said to that said to them What am I doing to you? What am I doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. So whatever you're going through, just hold on. Just hold on and let God do what He does best. Trust and obey God. So when we trust in Him, we should obey Him. Ralph Morgan, a very good friend of mine, a very good mentor. Uh, he was a uh, our in he was our uh, instructor, our uh, our teacher, Sunday school teacher. Uh, for many years, 
He was not just a uh, Sunday school teacher, like I said. He was my neighbor. He was my friend. He was my one of my mentors growing up. Ralph Morgan once told me, he said, Ronnie, all you have to do in life is trust and obey God. Luke chapter, Luke chapter 11, verse 28. Blessed rather are those who listen and obey the word. See, for 15 years I, I ran from what God wanted me to do. I failed to listen. I failed to trust Him. And most of all, I did not obey Him. And I suffered dearly for it. For it landed me in jail. It landed me in rehab. It landed me with, with fines that I cannot pay. But I am trusting in the Lord. And slowly but surely I am getting there. Then one day it clicked in my head that after running for 15 years that I can't do this no more without him. That as soon as I gave my life over to God completely surrendered to Jesus Christ my life changed in an instant. The way I think, the way I feel, and the way I do things. I'm still going through trials. We all go through trials. But when we put our when we the more we put things in God's hands, the more we put our faith, the more we put our trust, the more we believe in God, the more we trust in God, the more we we ask Jesus Christ, the more we knock, the more we seek, the more that that we would the answers we would get. In his time, in his time alone, is perfect. You see, when I did not trust and obey God, like I said, it landed me in jail twice. It landed me without a place to live and a place to lay without lay my head. As soon as I gave it all over to God, man, my life changed so rapidly, so fast. Give your life to Him. See that it don't change. See that your life changes. John fourteen fifteen says... If you love me, you will obey me in what I command. Philippians 4.9 Whatever you've learned or whatever you received, seen in me, put it into practice. And then God of peace will be with you. 
Practice praying and give God your problems. Allow Him to help you. And believe in God. Trust and obey God. As I close, I close in prayer. Lord, we're out here. We're out here and we're we're crying out to you. We're suffering. A lot of us are suffering from sickness, depression, alcoholism. Anxiety, drug addiction, sex addiction. Abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse. We all are going through something. Whatever that may be, Lord, I just ask that you just place your healing hands and that we place all our problems in your hands and the more that we place our problems and the more we put our trust the more we obey you the more we see the evidence of your glory your grace your kindness your mercy Lord, I just ask you to just lift those up who are suffering, like myself. For I don't know what you're doing right now, but I will see it later. And I'm going to trust you to the fullest, to the very end. For that you do not bring us to this point to leave us in to leave us behind for you shall never leave us nor you shall never forsake us for we shall be fearful and trusting and knowing that we have a God that loves us so much that he sent his only begotten son that if we only believe and trust in him and obey him that we shall be saved and all our sins will be forgiven. Lord, I just ask you to forgive us of our many sins. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. May God bring you peace, love, and God's grace.